Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to the effects. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Diaz. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. <laughs> I was waiting until you finally started an episode of that one. <laughs> right before I was going to sleep again, after we were messaging, I was like, I gotta remember to do that. I gotta remember to do that. <laughs> And this episode is brought to you by Stringjoy. Check out stringjoy.com. Sound better, play better. It's really cool. You go there and you like place an order for strings and they'll send you strings in the mail. It's awesome. They recently did a, uh, a whole publication. Did you guys get a chance to read through that? The uh, It's like 100 tips to make you sound better. Oh my gosh. Mine would be stop playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, Tip number one. That's it. <laughs> How to sound better? Give up. <laughs> no, I haven't checked that out. Yeah, everyone, everyone, go check that out. You know what? Do you want me just to read it now? And we could do Diaz Reed's list. But then we'll go 100, 100 no, we, we need we need a week off from that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That can be the special episode if you feel like doing something on your uh, day off. Why don't we do? Uh, we should just do a list on uh, in the group. We'll do like a poll. And everyone can vote for what list I should read, and it'll just be like the most random things. It'll be great. Actually, I have something you can read from uh, my work. You, it's a can whole you just like steal episodes. Pages. Can you just steal uh, issues of Cosmo, and you can read those off to us? How to from uh, your man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you can even do this, Jess. Come on. <laughs> 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 oh. No, I forgot to mention this. I have Friday off, so as well. So maybe we we'll do a, another live group thing. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, I can squeeze y'all in between meetings. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. I just like playing with the backgrounds. <laughs> it's really the best part of it. And it's well, the thing that's great is because I can play with them, and I realized that Scott just did whoever was speaking showed up on the video, so I was able to <laughs> just play around in the background. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, I need to control that better. I, I think I can control it where uh, I can actually select who it is. I think you should just leave it where it's like everyone who's talking. Just everyone. oh no, I can't. I can't record the gallery view. What? That's stupid. Yeah, that's weird. That, that's Zoom, or at least I don't know how. Yeah, okay, maybe you Zoom, don't know how. make your product better. I mean, I could just do a screen capture of my computer using like QuickTime, and, and then, then save the yeah. audio, and then match yeah, match them up really quick. Well, like I could use Loopback and just kick it to QuickTime. The problem is that file is going to be massive after an hour. That's what she but said. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I I'm going to start off with the fact that I have nothing new. Scott, do you have anything new this week? Yeah, I got two new things. Um, oh, that's twice more than what I got. I know. Right, it's actually two. more than infinite because zero times anything is zero. I know. I was going to fix it, I was, but you interrupted me. How dare you? I, I get a hug, but I have to stay at least six feet away from you right now. So. Yeah. Over the air hug. Yep. Uh, oh, no. Whoa. So the first thing I got was something from DIY Recording Equipment, which is a new website I just stumbled upon. Um, I got the L2A Passive Reamplifier Kit. So I now have a proper reamp box that I assembled on Monday night. Um, really easy kit. It was only like six parts. All went together real quick and easy. Um, and we can 
chat about reamping what that actually is another time but i was using reamping with uh with my kemper take a drink and um where I can get the direct out, but because I have it as an effects loop, I can't get my front end. Um, so things like my compressor, my drive, stuff like that, I can't get in my front end. Uh, or that's just, I can't. <laughs> You're cute. Uh, no, like uh, I can't, um, if I record direct, I can't use those or I can't kind of route them the right way for to do my normal sound. Uh, when I record and there's things about recording direct that allow you to clean up your signal a lot easier. Um, so yeah, I had to get a reamp box so I could run my pre-recorded stuff in through my pedals. And we'll probably talk more about that. And when we get into our, uh, product news, cause there's a product that is something similar. Um, and then the other thing I got was a exotic, uh, voltage doubler. I've been wanting to run some of my pedals at 18 volts or, and I, only have one 18 volt tap on my power supply so this just plugs in line doubles your nine volts to 18. Right, am i am i the only weird person that has never really found a pedal they like the 18 volts maybe i like a lot of overdrives at 18 volts i like my uh, cali 76 at 18 volts i like more headroom but i use less gain than you do yeah so that might be part of it yeah we're, we're pretty heavy on the gain over here yeah, I'd like to say that my gain is meteor. Well, medium rare. Your meteor section. <sighs> oh, you robotted out so bad right there. I missed all of it. <laughs> or did we just lose him altogether? I'm back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chris, what's up with you? Uh. I did not buy anything this week yet. I just found something browsing our review pages that I want now. Ooh, what is it? It's the Gretsch G2210 Junior Jet Club, and it comes in vintage white with a nice red tortoise pick guard. I don't believe in, believe in buying vintage white. I just buy a white guitar and sit in a room and smoke <laughs> for 17 days straight, <laughs> 12 cartons later. Oh goodness. Sounds like the worst idea. It's probably not great. Probably not. So yeah, I don't know. If I if I can uh, find this on a at a decent price. They're only three hundred, but uh, you know, AMS has some nice deals. Might pick it up. Yeah. All right. Well let's move on to gear news. First thing we got, the Cascade Pedals Hostortion. Did you check this out? Oh yeah, it looks like a, a Joyo, the new Joyo pedal, the font and everything. It does yes. I don't like it. I don't like the well, look. It it's supposed to remind you of an Ibanez MT10. Okay, it reminds me I, of. I, I don't see it. It reminds me of like your first design with like Photoshop. Well, I mean, if you if you think of the MT10, they had the the 10 series had those weird kind of big stomp yeah pad yeah. but it had the lines um, uh yeah i see it now like kind of yeah. okay i see the lines now taking, i get it taking the one very minor detail on the pedal yeah that's like i don't know i still don't like it i don't like the color because it's got this like i don't like that like uh neon green like carnival green 
with the with the glitter in it. Metallic. Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it's a very '80s looking kind of thing. Very. And not the good like '80s looking kind of thing. I would have been a little happier with like a, a straight lime green petal without the flake. They should have done the green darker, like the original MT10. Yeah. I'm just saying. So how does it sound? In everyone's opinion. It's a good question. I mean, it is. It sounds like an Ibanez MT10, just a little cleaner and improved. Um, it does the whole. It's a distortion pedal, so not not overdrive. It it's it's hard clipping and it's got that kind of sound. Yeah, you can definitely tell um, it's MOSFET. It's got a cool sound to it. I like it. It's yeah. like it's it does have that like real metal like jugga jugga jugga. Yeah, um, so where I can see people loving it is if you are someone who is in that market but just wants something newer or different or you can't find an MT ten. Because I think those those are starting to go for some money, aren't they? Yeah, ever since um, Josh Scott started sweeping up the ten series. Yep. Yeah. Uh, top mounted jacks. If you're into that kind of thing, um, <laughs> and I just, I'm I'm not much of a guy right now who likes <laughs> uh, distortion like... pedals or overdrive pedals with a three band EQ. I know that that's just not really my thing. Yeah, I always end up setting them like at noon, maybe with a little bit of extra mid. I don't. I, mean, I like the three band EQ. It gives you more control, or do you just like having a, a simplistic tone knob? Uh, I just don't tend to find that amount of control needed. Um, but I'm not doing like mid scooping and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I I mean, remember I use a blues breaker and a clon. Can we do a video of like Kirk Hammett? Like we put Kirk Hammett's face on uh, the Karate Kid's face, Ralph Macchio, and then we put uh, Metal Zone over the blonde guy's face, and the coach yells, "Scoop the mids!" Can we do that? Because that'd be hilarious. If you would just... like to. All right, let's work on that, guys. <laughs> Sorry. We've got top men working on it. <laughs> best man working we've got the top scientists in the world forget COVID-19 let's work on getting this goofy little video done that's what's going that's what's really going on guys stay woke alright let's move on to the next thing um, Charvel ProMod SoCal um, these are so this is the style 2 this is a Telecaster double humbucker 24 frets and they also have them with a strat style trim. This isn't You got a you got a reverse headstock. Yeah, that's cool too. Roasted, I feel... Yeah, I think it's roasted maple neck. It looks like it. All all the colors are yeah. kind of matte, Sorry. aren't they? It's caramelized, it's... get it right. The bolt on neck is graphite and reinforced maple. Wait, what? The bolt on graphite neck. reinforced oh. maple. Yeah, is graphite reinforced maple. Yeah, so instead of just a truss rod, they'll have graphite beams in there too. Oh my gosh. That straighter I, neck. Does that good hardware? I, it, does it have like the two little points on the back? Like some of them do. If they're like reinforced. 
Because those are that's cool looking. It doesn't. What shoot. you mean, like where it has like three skunk stripes? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like that look. There um, are no back shots on this. Yeah. So Press they've, release. They've got this. Um, I don't like the natural look. Because uh, number one, it would probably look better if it had covers on the pickups, but. Yeah. For some reason, people think that humbuckers shouldn't have pickup covers, and those people are wrong. Um, but so. the tone, Diaz, the tone. Do I have to explain to them how magnets work? You know, let's get uh, Insane Clown Posse on here and see if we can explain how how magnets work. So there's zero skunk stripes. There's Magnet. a battery box and a Strat-style jack on the back cutout of the guitar. Wait, what? Yes. What? Hold on. Go Hold to on. Chevelle's action or click gallery. Char Charvel's. Not I, Charvel's. I, I like the neck heel on these. How they do that contour relief thing. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Hold on. I'm... And they have the tuners. They have the locking tuners I like. Wait, wait. How do you get to Charvel's image gallery thing uh i went down oh, i just started playing the youtube video underneath it and they just go around yeah. the whole thing you go down That's to the right. bottom of the article there's the charville.com that'll uh, take okay you. okay so they've got a okay got that a back jack is stupid <laughs> that's dumb it makes sense for a wireless nope, pack that's dumb. not i don't know about a normal cable though D is it mb dumb Go. Did you see it, Scott? I'm not seeing what you're talking about. Okay, go to the website. <laughs> I'm on the website. Go to gallery. Oh, gallery. Yeah, and see then look and give us your first. Oh, that's the reaction. Uh, that that's the super metal thing now. Like Tosin Abasi's is there too. Oh uh, yeah, well that's also dumb. What the heck? <laughs> that's stupid. Um, These are crafted in Mexico. <clears throat> Yeah, I uh, I don't know what to think on that because I mean the other the think reality is dumb. where I wear where I wear a guitar, that's hanging out already. So that's not that's not the part of the guitar that's rubbing against my hip. So it's 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 not in the way. Yeah, but I guess it it lets you sit with it. Whereas like where a telly one is. Like if you're sitting and you're moving around or whatever, I've I've been noticing this trying to record my my armchair is I've been banging into my armrest with where the cord is mm -hmm. periodically, so that does fix that. That's <laughs> making a problem bigger than it actually is. But it makes the traditional tuck the cord through your strap and then in trick a little weird. Yeah, yeah especially if you're using a right angle. Like you can't use a right angle on this. No, you have to use a straight. Yeah, it's a it's a strat um, it's a strat style. Uh, but hey, it's perfect jack. for the uh, line six G ten little bug transmitter. This is bad. Like, <laughs> no, bad. I this is, really this like is where you draw the line. I really like this guitar. Until then, I would not buy this guitar because of that. Wow, wow. I legit would not buy this guitar. 100%. What do you think about where the pickup selector is located with that little notch into the pick card? That looks fine by me. I like it. It's okay. cool. It's a little different, but it's not obscenely yeah, it's not stupid like putting yeah. a Stratocaster jack on the back of a freaking guitar. Like, what are you guys <laughs> doing? What? I mean, why? 
here let's they can't even show like, i want to see a picture of someone playing the guitar but seeing how the back is set up that's that's dumb that's a no for me dog <laughs> i mean what what you could do then is um why would you want something that could like dig into your body possibly but that's not that part doesn't rub against your body yeah. and its contour it might away. hit someone's leg depending on how they hold their guitar might hit them in the crotch. What about what about whenever you try to play your guitar and you pull it up like the metal shred, and then you go back down and you hit your dong with it, like or why are you, you playing naked and? Well, no, <laughs> three. This yeah. So this is not for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, yeah, don't fucking play band. this if you're gonna play give it away now. <laughs> you're, you're gonna give a lot away whenever that guitar comes down, and. That's just a bad or or hits your lady parts, whichever mm -hmm. one. But um, yeah, that's a no. That's a horrible, horrible design. It's like they were like, "Hey, how I can mean, we do you want an electrosonics jack that everyone complains about?" Telecaster or electrosonics is the one that fix it fixes it, but a Tele style jack where it just uh, comes loose constantly, like okay. everyone always complains about. Yeah, I tighten no. it down and never have that problem. Yeah, like it's not that big of a problem for me. My, I have a problem with this on a personal level. I feel personally <laughs> attacked by this. You know, it, it's honestly Where did it hurt you, Diaz? It's like Where it's honestly like Charvel was like, "Hey, let's make a really cool Telecaster style that's very intriguing, have a nice looking neck and everything, and then just like make a stupid place to put the guitar jack." That's I think that's how the conversation went. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I I think what's happening is this is a this is one of the new trends that's in guitar building right now, especially in the metal world. Um, well, it can stay and, there. And you're seeing I've seen this on other brands too, uh, but I think the idea is the wireless pack sits on your strap, and then that tucks in right underneath the strap, and it's this really clean look yeah. when you when you look at it that way. But to like people like me who still do wired it seems dumb yeah, as i say that's the only benefit i see of it is like a wireless pack well, i'm looking up toast and abossi's guitars because i just want to get mad again abossi concepts hold on that's creative they said uh so the other other little things quick little tidbits on this uh 24 fret compound radius uh it's Fishman Fluence pickup, so there's a switch on it to go between classic and modern PAF. Oh, that's why it has. The Toast and Abbasi one's even worse. <laughs> go on, Scott. Um, so it is an active pickup. We were mentioning the 9-volt battery mm -hmm. compartment earlier. Um, oh, and glow-in-the-dark side dots. Ooh. Yeah. And a stupid output <laughs> jack. I forgot to list that. So at what what street price? Sitting around $900. just under nine hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. That this looks pretty <laughs> awesome. It's it's like a hot rotted telly. You know what? They should charge eight hundred dollars, and for a hundred dollars more, they'll move the stupid output jack. I'm sure you could put one in for get one put in for about forty bucks it's stupid alright let's move on to the next thing because I'm just hating the world right now alright so cattle and bread blood donor pedal uh, yeah, this... so it's not 
so much a new pedal more is a special color round because it's uh it's just kind of a rework of the oh good good lord katzen conic katzen Koenig. for fuzz distortion hybrid pedal maybe it's supposed Um, to be a russian uh or german i mean it's judging by the original art on the other one i'm going to go with russian okay it, the the I don't know who's doing some of these like this picture the like the graphics not on the pedal but on the actual picture what is what is going on here oh the blood donor words yeah the word art it's, it's like it's like, like well it looks like a blood bag with the the IV thing coming down. That's what that whole red thing is. Okay. Makes sense. And up to blood is the blood bag. and But the donor looks like, I don't know. Like Black Sabbath looking? I don't know. It, eh, just, what are they? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're hanging out with the Charvel guys. Uh, anyway, I know all proceeds of this are going to the, Ameri- the American, American Red Cross. That's pretty cool. To help do a fundraiser, and I, if, if I recall correctly, I think they're almost completely sold out. Some dealers still might have them, but otherwise, they are they sold really well. So that's uh, yeah. That's and that was, they've only that, been that available happened. for like a couple days. Oh yeah, they. I'm finding a lot of the. It's 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 interesting. Like these special edition pedals, either they'll sell out almost instantly. Yeah. Or like they'll linger for a while. There's no like, oh, it lasted four days. Yeah. It's it is definitely one of those you're either flying off the off the shelf or like posting about it seventeen times. Yeah. Well, I think speaking of things flying off the shelves, we've got a new boost pedal, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to take a stab at trying to pronounce Greek? Where's on? Where'd my thing go? Definitely uh, not me for my one classic Greek I took in high school. Chakalis? Chakalis? T S A K A L I S. If it was Audio. if it was Jewish, it'd be ch- uh, Chakalis? It like I don't. Isn't know. the T silent? It's a s- sound. I, I don't know. Chakalis? I, I don't. I slept through my Greek class. You guys took Greek classes? No. Uh, I, say, I, just, I just got yelled at that I had to recite the Greek alphabet while doing push-ups and getting screamed at in college, and that's how I learned the Greek alphabet. What is it? Alpha, beta. <laughs> Let's see. Keep going. You. What? Screw you up. The T what is, is C? silent. Gamma. C is gamma. Mm-hmm. I thought the I thought that was G. Yeah, the T is silent on this word. According to Google Translate. All right. Um, so it's a boost and one knob boost in a mini format. Uh, what makes this one unique is there are four EQ settings. Um, so that's sort of similar to um, the Zotic EP boost is kind of secretly actually this really powerful pedal that has a bunch of dip switches inside of it. And I know some companies will make mods where they'll put all the dip switches on the outside. Um, so you can revoice it. Uh, the other unique thing on this guy is one, it's an 18 volt pedal. So it has a charge amp in it. 
um, to give you more clean headroom. Hmm. Am I wrong on that? No, I'm right on that. Okay. Because I also saw 18 dB of clean boost, and I was like, wait a second. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Um, so it has has a nice clean headroom on it, and the other, it has an expression wait, wait, no, pedal no, no, no. in. It's not an eight, well, yeah, it, it, so it doubles internally. Don't plug yeah, it has in a your, charge pump on it. Yeah, don't use an 18-volt output. Yeah. So I, I know I'm comparing this thing to the Zotic EP boost, which can take an 18 volt input yeah um, don't do that on this one you will release all the magic smoke <laughs> um it also has an expression pedal in so it can act as sort of like a volume pedal uh similar to i think we were talking earlier why am i blanking on the name now uh vertex, vertex effects is giant ass boost yeah the thing is pedal huge. That's that's how he implies quality. Um, oh no wonder he's going down to single pedal style enclosures. Oh shit! What? I'm saying they're getting worse in quality. Probably because he has to actually make them now instead of just stealing other people's good stuff and relabeling it. No, he still doesn't make them. <laughs> yeah, nice. No, he's he's very upfront about that. What Mason mainly does is uh, uh, does his rig doctor videos. Um, yeah. and like builds rigs for people. So he doesn't actually design his pedals and he doesn't actually make them. He third parties, all that stuff. He's pretty I, clear about that I think when he's being I honest about what he's making. I still think that that's kind of dumb. Like, I don't know. I just don't understand that concept. Like, no, Hey, I mean, that'd be like, if I was like, Hey, I just came out with a new pedal. They're like, Oh, what is it? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't make it. I'm just like, putting it out there i don't know that's just how i feel about things all right let's keep going so 159 euros kind of on the expensive side of a boost but wait keep an eye out around april 15th is when that one's coming out yeah that's pretty expensive for a boost uh yeah i guess they're kind of getting in that range now i mean what was the walrus pedal that we were all making fun of uh for then that was like 200 bucks oh the uh emissary yeah i think that might be it yeah 200 boost it's just i don't know i just turn all my pedals i just turn everything down and then my last pedal i crank the volume on and hit it that's the secret. Secret sauce. Oh, I guess that would be a boost pedal. I mean, I use a boost. Do you use it before or after your drives? Do you do it to get loud or get more dirt? I have two boosts, actually. So I have one in my kilt, because I have the V1 JHS kilt. Yeah. And I use that to slam my other overdrive pedals. So sometimes I'm like, I just want more of the Klon or, you know, those kind of things. <laughs> um. And then I have one in my effects loop. Um, that's my clean boost. Okay. To get louder. To get louder. All right, let's move on. Louder. Is this the is this the last thing? Yes. Yes. Here. Don't don't don't. Do, can, can everyone just tell how excited Diaz is to record with us? Today? I'm really I'm really freaking tired. All right. So just so everyone knows, I'm on today. Will be day eleven in a row of work. I've been working night shifts. I've been getting off at like midnight. And I sleep until like one o'clock in the afternoon. But right now it's a we started recording at eleven. 
So I got up a few hours early and I'm tired. Yeah, and with my schedule being oh yeah, we're, work we're playing with people like, on the East Coast and you, Chris's schedule, it's been just tough to find a time we're all available. Bingo. Yeah, <laughs> when do you have to work? Oh, I'm I work the time that you both are off. <laughs> yeah. All right, so why don't you tell us about this pedal pusher? Woo! So. For those nerds like me who are starting to get into reamping and things like this, this is like the rack-mounted reamp fixed everything pedal uh, or or tool. So it has two separate effects loop chains where it allows you to come in, um, convert from low Z to high Z to properly run pedals. Um, and it's got controls on there as well for... Uh, controlling your levels and things like that but on top of that it also has an integrated power supply so basically this is the you have a fixed audio rack or something like that for your recording setup with a proper patch bay or whatever you're doing um and you can just leave this set up and you can bring in whatever pedal you want on whatever track you want and just plug it in that's really what i see this being so here's a question mm -hmm. how come we haven't done like phantom power for guitar pedals Eliminate power supplies. Um, I would start by saying since we do an electrical ground on the guitar itself, I don't think you want to be running nine volts through your system and depend on your guitar to keep that DC away uh, from your that's fair. from your hands. Okay. Because you've heard about people getting shocked by by crappy grounds on microphones already. Right. Um, I just don't think we have the. I think it would be unsafe screw it let's make guitar playing more exciting <laughs> <laughs> if i wanted well, to do yeah, that well, i would take, just grab take my that third jam. plug off your uh it's it's like it's like fear factor but for musicians <laughs> that's all i'm saying all right let's I, yeah though this looks really cool like um here's are there quarter jack outs for you to run like your pedals i'm so good yeah okay so there's oh, two there quarter inch loops okay effectively there with some different kind of controls in it too like i think there's some phase inversion and things like that the jacks just the, funny on the front they look they, like they, they, knobs. they do because they're, they're just barrel jacks that kind of sit out proud of the whole assembly yeah it's not like the washer that you're used to seeing right there and everything yeah um and then i think there's a voltage sag on every single one of those um power supplies too so and there's a lot of control here you can change all the voltage that's pretty neat yeah so there's a nine, nine you can run 14 18 you can run up to 24 volts oh, 18, um 24. and up to 900 milliamps at nine volts so pretty pretty strong power supply too max combined power pedal power 60 watts nice all right um yeah, that's really cool. You can run six nine volts at nine hundred milliamps off of this. Think of all that power. Six twenty four volts at four hundred milliamps. Why do you have six twenty four volt pedals? I mean, if you're really going vintage. Mm. Holy Bob! But yeah, no, this is like <laughs> really, it's really cool. I like this. This would be a lot of fun with like, especially with a camper. Are you gonna buy one? uh no how much are they uh kind of expensive um well, just to be blunt i mean i'm not the market for this i don't have a studio 
I have a recording setup in my house. Oh, 450 bucks. So oh, it's not actually it's not that crazy. No, it's not. No, like it's not horrible, especially if you're using it in a studio setting. This would be fantastic. Yeah. But like if you're not, like you said, if you're not using this in a studio, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So what, what you would have this is like uh, if you actually had like a dedicated console where you had racks of stuff, this would be a no brainer to put in. And you're like, you just tell the guitar player, yep, yep, plug your pedal board in right here. And you can sit, you can sit and mess with your pedals live or you're like, Hey, I want to try out this pedal with my reamp setup or whatever you're doing in a studio where you don't move things or you don't want to move your guitar cabinet in isolation or whatever you want to do. Um, and you can't find a plug-in to do what you want to do, you know, those kind of things. So here's, here's is ideal for that. So here's my question really quick. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you're reamping, what if like, or what, um, what if you just use like uh, a TC electronic wiretap and just record that guitar? Can you like play with your pedals differently, or is there is it not recording like the input as well or something? Do you think? Uh, so you're thinking of doing a wiretap like right at the front of your chain? Yeah, and then you're going to adjust your pedals. Um, the thing you don't get is the whole impedance matching thing okay. that you get with like a guitar pedal guitar straight into a um, fuzz pedal okay um but if like you're trying to dial in your delay you know and you're just playing the riff over and over again i mean that that that's an easy way to do it if you're using something like what we're talking about here um chances are you've already recorded something mm -hmm. on your daw or like in pro tools right so you could just loop what you're playing in pro tools and therefore you don't need this is more for like recording like if you're recording direct in and you yes. want to change it afterwards yes which is i'm slowly finding the best way to record mm -hmm. uh but you need a setup that lets you do that with like proper di's a reamp box those kind of things which is what this does as well beyond just the power okay cool <sighs> All right, so we didn't even discuss if we were going to have a topic or not. Should we have a topic is the topic of today's podcast. Okay. Um, yes. I don't know. Well, let's do what did, did we? Well, some people didn't tune into that. Well, what are you guys doing in isolation to keep yourself musically like sane, if you will? So I've been recording a lot already. I mean, I, I did the whole, I bought a Kemper thing, which take a drink. Uh, <laughs> we, so I've been learning the new features, kind of slowly unbundling it. Yeah. There's um, a lot underneath the hood there. Yeah. And so that's where I got into reamping and now I'm, now I'm doing the whole full reamp rig, um, looking into stuff like that. Um, I uh I I actually played guitar on a song that came out on Sunday. Yeah, I heard that. Um and so a new Alphonse, who's a good friend of mine, um, and a songwriter was just like, Hey, can you he, he had another guitar player on it and they didn't track a few things and he needed to get it done, so he called me up and I tracked it remotely and sent it over to him and we collaborated that way and then I helped him on the mix a little bit too. Um so that's out. It's on all music platforms for a new A-N-U, Alphonse. You can check that out. It's called Hail the King. Um, and then allegedly for Easter, we have one of those um, everyone in their home playing the parts songs coming out. Yeah. 
um, and I recorded parts for those things. And again, uh, this is me just learning software better and better and better as we, uh, as I keep doing these rounds. So now I'm this, this is again, why I keep hitting this whole reamp and edit the DI signal. Um, if you have just a DI guitar signal, it sounds like, butt in pro tools, but all your beat detective quantization, um, all of those kind of editing techniques are way more doable. Um, so you can get, you can actually clean up your audio before sending it through all your, either your amp sim or your, your reamp or whatever you're doing. Um, so I've been playing around with that sort of recording technique and that's actually sped my workflow up a lot more than you'd think. Cause you usually think, oh, I gotta get the perfect sound. And then, um, then I can record, but instead I get the perfect take and then I dial in the sound. If that makes cool. sense. So that's what I've been doing. Um, I'm getting, I'm hitting that spot now where I'm like, all right, now what do I do? Um, so now I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next. Learn Van Halen's eruption. <laughs> mm, I'm thinking about learning piano or relearning piano. It's gone really rusty. Do you have a piano? I do. I do. And I took lessons for years. I just oh. haven't played piano in like five years. So I should. Oh, that's cool. Chris, what have you been doing? Um, absolutely nothing. I've had my keyboard and like parts caster in the apartment, but I have not touched it the entire time. I've been locked in the house. <laughs> so I was thinking yesterday I was going to sit down and record, but ended up cleaning all afternoon. So I might sit down today and do it since I took a sick day. Yeah, I've that's got a... stuff. I haven't done much of anything either. I've I've messed with some songs for my solo act. Um, I started working on trying to loop and play bass and it's really just not going as well as I would like it to. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna have to put some more time in with that and uh, figure something out. But I haven't played electric in forever. I need to pull out my pedal board and, and start playing again. Like everything's just been sitting around. I've been working like crazy, so I'm off the next two days. Maybe I'll go live and mess around. Can you use Zoom to go live or? Uh, no. Okay. Like, are you are you looking to go on like Facebook or something like that? I want to go live on Facebook, but I want to have a cool background. <laughs> I want to play with Discord my or OBS would be probably what I'd play with. Yeah. Which ones are Which ones are free? OBS, OBS is free. Discord's free. Okay. 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 Um, uh, I've had problems with with Discord. Uh, I, I think it, you guys remember doing our live app where we oh we, I but, like lost audio for like twenty minutes. Uh -huh. Was that was that the one where I was out in the parking lot of the hospital? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> I remember you getting so mad. I was just watching it. I was dying <laughs> laughing, just <laughs> getting so pissed. Oh, that was yeah. Great. Um, OBS is what a lot of churches are using for their live streaming. It's stuff. what I use for Twitch too. Okay. Well, and there's plenty of tutorials going around on it right now. Cause everyone is learning how to use it now that everyone has to go live for everything. I'm going to play live with my, okay, I should have jumped on that bandwagon and been like, Hey, for 50 bucks, I can get your live stream set up. And I'm really actually surprised. I, we tried to do this as a marketing thing. Cause like, 
I've been 100% remote for two years now mm -hmm. with my company and we do online meetings constantly and we do all those kind of things. We, we put it out there just with our existing clients just saying, hey, do you need help tuning this up or figuring out this stuff? Because like a lot of firms are now, go, a lot of our clients are going mm -hmm. to these remote platforms and say, just saying, do you want us to sit down and explain how we do this and how we collaborate in this discipline with you get, with our team? Mm -hmm. We'd be happy to chat with you. And no one took us up on it. Wow. I was really surprised by it. Wow. That is kind of crazy. They're like, we got Zoom, leave us alone. Yeah, and then no, we don't need to set passwords on our Zoom. And then suddenly, people are guessing it and jumping into their random calls and pranking them. Yeah, I've been wanting to do that. <laughs> well, they just Zoom finally requires passwords now, so good luck. Yeah, the password is password, probably. <sighs> four, one, one, two, two three, three, four. four. <laughs> hey, that's, that's crazy. The code on my luggage. That's about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Spaceballs reference. Yay. Yay. All right. Favorite Mel Brooks movie? Spaceballs. I got to go Robin Hood Men in Tights. I think that's probably the only one I've seen is Robin Hood Men in Tights. You've or never seen Spaceballs? No. Dude. Chris. Go watch it. Report Chris. Back. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking them up on IMDb. I might have seen something from the 80s. I don't know what. Oh Definitely my gosh. Not Spaceballs, though. Uh, Spaceballs was great. Um, History of the World Part One's pretty great. I, yeah. I I could only get through. I was super young when I first watched it, but I could only get through maybe the first like twenty minutes of it. Young Frankenstein is fantastic. Uh, Little Rascals, not really a Mel Brooks movie, but a movie with Mel Brooks in it. Huh. That is very true. He played the banker, didn't yeah, he? If you were my kids, I'd punish you. If we had we your kids, kids, we'd punish ourselves. <laughs> Uh, Blazing Saddles. That also had future president Donald Trump in it. Oh, did it? Yeah, he was uh, the rich kid's dad. Huh. The, whenever they had the um, go-kart derby. Uh, it's funny how much that kid... Never mind. Oh, Alfonso Aloysius III. What's his first name? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, Blazing Saddles, The Producers is great. Um, High Anxiety is an interesting movie. Yay, and we found a list for Diaz to read. <laughs> uh, Mel Brooks found movie. Ooh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. That was a great one. Yeah, I have not seen anything on this list outside of maybe like the Muppet movies that he's been in. Yeah, but he wasn't like... At, yeah, at some point, I want a rundown of every piece of media that Chris has consumed because <laughs> this list just keeps getting weirder to me. Where it's just like the 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 type of rock you seem to have grown up on. Uh, what was it? What was uh who who played Snake uh, Snake Plissken for those? What? What? Okay. Escape from. Wow. Oh, like Escape from New York yes. and those kind of things. Swayze. Yes. Patrick Swayze? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh. I have seen a lot of his movies, though. So, Okay. So you've seen, what is it, uh, Big Trouble in Little Ch Tokyo or whatever? Okay. Now you're getting, now you're like trying to burst my bubble here. While no, I what is that going. movie called? Big Trouble in Little China. That's it. Overboard was a good movie. Um,. He was in Are we still going time. through Mel Brooks movies? No, no, we've switched over to Kurt Russell movies now. Tombstone. Oh, neat. 
Escape from Current. LA, yeah. Yep. Stargate. That was a random movie. Oh, yeah, I remember he was in that. Exactly. Would you have ever imagined Stargate would have turned into so many TV shows? No. Not, no, not from the original movie. Yeah. Wasn't the original, the only actor they kept from the movie, the guy that played uh, Daniel, the scientist guy? I don't know. I could not tell you. Okay, so I want to point out why is Kurt Russell was Kurt Russell in Vanilla Sky? Have you guys ever seen that movie? Yes. Okay, Chris. No. Go hang out with some true Colorado people, and then go home and watch Vanilla Sky, and then we'll talk. I I have to say, if there's one actor to say I'm going to watch everything they've ever done, Tom Cruise. Oh, no, way, way too many fucking Mission Impossible movies for me. Yeah, to um, all of those Mission Impossible movies are actually pretty good. Yeah, all the recent ones have been great. I don't know about that. I can only handle so much Mission Impossible because it's like it's kind of like James Bond, where it's just like okay. Yeah, like, I don't want to watch all of them like back to back to back. But I would definitely watch. You should see all of them. Like one every two years, two to three years is awesome. I just I'd pick an actor with like a short list. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I could handle or, or like Ed Samuel L. Jackson, like a lot of his movies. Morgan he does Freeman. everything. Or, ooh, Morgan yeah. Freeman. I I don't think there's a Morgan Freeman movie that I would not watch. Plus, oh, if you put it on, I would and like trying to sleep. His soothing voice. Oh my god! What'd you say? <laughs> I said I'd take that bet. There are definitely stinkers from Morgan Freeman. Um, are there? Yes. Let's see. Uh, oh actually you know what i will i will follow that up i just watched bloodshot last night yeah and it was like vin- awesomely terrible um so any vin diesel movie i i could watch the entire vin diesel no filmography no. about the rock if we're gonna go that no, he route. does too much oh yeah okay. <laughs> all right let's go through uh, <laughs> i'm kind of upset right now let's go through the morgan freeman catalog all right shawshank redemption seven yes. The Story of God with Morgan Freeman. I'd watch that. Angel Has Fallen. Okay, that, that might be close to the edge. And Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, even... yeah. Going in Style. It's about old people. And Bucket List, also about old people. I'd watch those. Uh, Lucy with Scarlett Johansson. Wait, wait. You actually said you'd actually be willing to see Going in Style? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like such a terrible movie well it's got morgan freeman it's directed by zach braff so it's going to be up its own butt pretty bad million dollar baby now you see that one was that was a good movie uh invictus um matt damon playing the south african i did not see it uh driving miss daisy still haven't seen it what I know, I know it's a classic. I need seven years it. old, Miss Daisy. I know when I need to make water. Ooh, she's about to throw a fit in that Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, the Dark Knight, Along Came a Spider, Unforgiven, Kiss the Girls. Kiss Bat- the Girls was dark. Yeah. Batman Begins, Deep Impact, Evan Almighty. Wait, Deep yeah. Impact was not that good of a movie. It was okay. It wasn't horrible. Oh, someone's calling me. I it was not Armageddon. No, <laughs> it was the it was like Kmart Armageddon. So uh, Bruce Willis, would we watch all of his movies? Nope. 
uh evan almighty uh bruce willis i've never seen die hard so i mean there's that die hard's not bad it's it's no it's like cop out i wouldn't watch that and that's a kevin smith movie um and i love kevin smith all right kevin oh he's in some of all fears i remember that right kevin cosner as robin hood i think i'd watch a lot of kevin cosner movies there's not a whole a lot of them i wouldn't watch Oh, dude, you guys want to see a dark movie? See Mr. Brooks with Kevin Costner. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. I don't remember that one. Okay, it's Kevin Costner as a serial killer. Huh. It is absolutely fantastic. And they left it open to have a sequel, and they never did it, and I'm really upset about that. Mm-hmm. It's it's no joke. It, it's got Dane Cook in it, and it's Dane Cook's best role, which doesn't say a whole lot. But just know that you'll see Dane Cook and you'll be like, no. And I'll be like, it's his best role. And you'll be like, oh, okay. Dane Cook's <laughs> one of those guys who got too popular and then everyone started hating him. He's well, like Nickelback. Yeah. Uh, he is the Nickelback of comedians. Like, it's where it just became like okay to hate on him. Well, I mean, everyone loved him whenever Vicious Circle came out. And then everyone just got so sick and tired of hearing people quote his stuff. Yeah, I mean that. You know that I mean? think that's the biggest thing. It's like everyone just started copying him style, and like it just, yeah. It's kind of like when there was like everyone was doing Carlos Mencia, even though Carlos Mencia was stealing everyone else's jokes. Oh, sorry, he was. Just want to put that out. I, I just remember him disappearing, and I don't ever really find him funny. Carlos Mencia. Yeah, he was funny at first, but then yeah, everyone started calling him out for stealing jokes and uh, joe rogan was a big advocate of like calling him out like he called him out in person he actually brought the guy who he stole his jokes from to the show (laughs) so because didn't i mean pretty much anybody who has a show with a writer's room gets accused of stealing jokes at some point because like like i know amy schumer got hit pretty hard with it um well even then it's not even that you've it's like especially whenever you're doing but if you're doing like a stand-up special or you're yeah. doing stand up. Don't steal those jokes. Like, like it's one thing if it's like you have writers writing your show for you, and it's like, oh, I've heard that joke before. Okay, yeah, that's different than like doing stand up, and everyone just assumes when you're doing stand up, you're presenting your own material. I know I do. Uh, all right. Well, this has been a nice dud ending of an episode. <laughs> talking about stealing it's almost like people stealing premises of podcasts like no one ever does that what are you talking about how dare you like people sitting around talking about guitar gear that comes out on a wednesday yeah (laughs) who else comes out on a wednesday you (laughs) jerk are there some i mean if we all started talking british accents that would really be the like the final straw (laughs) there's come out on wednesday yeah Cheerio. I mean, I'm, I'm a Patreon of theirs, so I get I listen to them on Tuesdays. Uh, so I totally forgot they came out on Wednesdays when I originally said, "Hey, let's do this show on a Wednesday." <laughs> I was like, "Is there anyone else coming out on Wednesday?" No, no one else comes out on Wednesday. Okay, cool. Just the like biggest guitar podcast or one of the. All right, so thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, check out our instagram at the effects loop you can find us on facebook.com slash groups that's the effects loop you can also go to our patreon patreon.com slash the effects loop you can email us at the effects loop at gmail.com pretty much if you just google the effects loop you'll be able to find us and we want to thank our sponsors our well sponsor 
Stringjoy. Go to stringjoy.com. Check out some awesome gear. They've got guitar strings. They've got cleaner. They've got a koozie. They've got hats and shirts. They've got tons of stuff. And you're in quarantine, and you want to look good while you're in quarantine, while you're on your little Zoom video calls. So look good with a Stringjoy shirt. All right. And is there anything I'm missing today? Oh, I think that's it. All right, guys. Love, peace, chicken, grease. We're out. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Negativity always drawing out picture and revisualize love. Energize lives together, together. We undefeated. A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed. When we weed into the mindset of achieving and believing in a community that remains happy. Never after, the world should be one. Hate annihilated, every heart is one. Love again. So, don't